0: We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. You gotta win a win. It's simple, simple, simple for us. The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs. Nuggets down one into Bury. Here we go. 10 seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic. What's up, Nuggets fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Chicken Nuggets Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia. You can follow me and all the work that I do at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere, TikTok, literally everywhere. (laughs) That is where you can find me on Snapchat, everywhere. Um, So if you're interested in following all the things that I do, I'm putting out uh, bets every game for the Nuggets games. Tonight I hit on Tyrese Maxey over one and a half threes, that one cash, so that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I put up bets every game day for the Nuggets and for the Broncos right now, all thanks to Play Maverick Sports with the Grand Z Casino, the newest Colorado sports mobile sports book. You can download it. Play Bet Mavericks straight to your phone and start betting on games on a regular basis. They have all your local sports games and all the, all the basic sports you can get uh, basketball, baseball, football. Um, and of course, you can join me and Champ Bailey on December 5th for the Chiefs Broncos game. We'll be out there uh, at. The Grand Z Casino in Central City hosting another fun event, just like I did for the UFC night. But this one will be during the day on December fifth, which is a Sunday, for that Chiefs Broncos game. We're gonna have food, drinks. There's gonna be betting happening. It's a really comfortable sports book. Like it feels more like just somebody's living room. Like it feels like a lounge area. There's couches, there's high tops. You can um, watch on the big screen or on a smaller screen, but there's a ton of different screens in their sports book. And then there's also just like really close by, what I like to see are some tables. So poker tables close by, blackjack tables close by. You can literally sit and at a table and be playing blackjack and then watch from where you're sitting. Watch there. So that's always fun to be able to do that as well um, during during the Broncos game. There's going to be food, like I said, and, of course, Champ Bailey. So if you want to meet him and get something signed by him, Champ Bailey will be in the house, former Bronco. So that's going to be a really fun event. I really hope everybody can join Those of you who can make it, I appreciate it. I will love to meet you. I'll take photos with you. Um, I'll bet with you. We're going to talk all things Broncos that day. And um, it's going to be a really fun time. So I think I've said that like 20 times. I promise you it'll be a fun time. Um, So yeah, definitely join. Follow me on social media for all the updates. And then I'll be doing the next UFC event as well on December 11th at the same place. So if you can't make December 5th, we'll make December 11th work. But hope to see you there. Tonight, the Nuggets drop their first 100-plus point game. First one this season where they allow 100-plus points to be scored at home. They had held every other opponent to under 100 points. Um, at home this season so far, and the Sixers come to town injured, totally beaten up, and score 100 points. Absolutely not what we expected. Um, not what, I don't think anyone had the Sixers winning this game. They had been on a losing streak. Um, no Embiid, no Ben Simmons, no Thibel, lots of guys out for the Sixers, but lots of guys out for the Nuggets too, right? The Nuggets already knew that they were going into this season without their second guy. Um, I guess the Sixers are in a similar place since they knew they're going into their season without Ben Simmons. Um, But we still have yet to see Embiid take on Nikola Jokic since 2019, you guys. December of 2019 was the last time those two faced off, and I think Embiid, I think the Sixers won that game in December, they also played um, in November of 2019, and the Nuggets won, and Embiid played, but since then, they haven't seen each other, and it's been all Nicola since then, you know, 2019 was kind of when Nicola started to be in the MVP conversation. Um, that's when the shutdown happened and they went to the bubble and of course the bubble run really brought a lot more light and attention to Nicola and then 2020 <laughs> season to 2021 um they didn't play at all in 2020, which is weird right and then they played again in 2021 but no Embiid. but all every time there's always something right like injury or, Something going on. So I know he's not just ducking Nicola straight up, but it's just oddly coincidental that he always misses a good fight against a guy that he's often compared to and that are often, their names are often in the MVP race and talked about in similar ways. So just kind of funny that that hasn't happened yet. But the Nuggets really, really. Come out flat in this game, um, bad defense, will Barton said. nobody defended himself included. Um, he was a step slower, I would say, on the defensive end, but he's this was his first game back after the uh, after having a tightness tightening up in warm ups uh, a few games back against the blazers, he ends up not playing because of that tightening up during warm-ups, and then comes back tonight against the Sixers. He didn't have a terrible night. He actually played quite well on the offensive side of the ball. I thought that he um, was shooting pretty well, especially in the first half, but then they went cold. Uh, their, their second unit came in in the second quarter, and they were cold. They really struggled. Um, and then... The starters came in to f- close out that first half of the game on a good uh, run, and just couldn't get it back together after that. After halftime, Mike Malone gets thrown out of the game tonight. Um, yeah, he gets <laughs> a double tech. He get the first one. He said he said he wasn't planning on getting thrown out. You know, he didn't plan. I guess he said, you know, usually technicals are thought out and planned. But after his first technical, he, he didn't even think he was going to get the first one. He was just trying to advocate, which was funny because I turned to Vinny, uh, who sits next to me during games, and I was like, did you notice both coaches are so pissed off? Both coaches thought on that possession that they, they deserved, each of them thought they deserved uh, a foul. Like, their team, right? So they're both hands in the air, screaming at the referees. And it wasn't a greatly refed game. They definitely let the guys play more than other referees have. But Malone just loses it. Like, he erupted and ends up walking um, onto the court well running up to charging kind of at the ref. And <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen Malone uh angry but he was red hot and he charged at that's my dog thank you everyone for everyone's awareness that was my dog obviously she she thinks that she should be barking at me right now because I've spent all day at Ballerina which is just not true I've spent all day with you so calm down um <laughs> sorry about that guys But yeah, Malone really charged at the ref a bit and looked like his blood was boiling, his skin was bright red. Uh, But it usually is during a game, and that's where he got the second technical. Joker jumps between the ref and Malone, and I think it was more show than anything, you know? I think Malone wants his players to know that he's advocating for them, that he's fighting for them, he's in their corner. That they don't have to do all the arguing with the refs. That he will take that on for them. And typically, we, you know, I, I think most of the time technical fouls are are calculated by the the coach. And Malone said this one wasn't. He didn't think he was gonna get the first one, and then he, it just blew up into a second one, and he had had enough. It was time to go. So, uh, no Malone for the second half, which really threw a wrench. I say it threw a wrench into things because um, Adelman and Malone's coaching staff go right to Marcus Howard in the third quarter. Like, I get it. P.J. Dozier was flat. A lot of players were flat tonight. P.J. had zero points. Um, Monte and Aaron Gordon had bad games. They were also... Struggling. Morris just shot 5 for 13. Aaron Gordon 4 for 13. Jeff Green did not take any shots. Zero. And he had one rebound. Like, I don't know if he's tired or what's going on, but if that's the effort you're going to put out there, then just don't go out, man. You're not going to cut? You're playing most of your minutes with Nikola Jokic. There's no reason why you shouldn't be looking better than a zero points, zero assists, and one rebound game in 23 minutes. Goodness. Green does um, defend better than some of the other options, so I get why they go to him. But Nikola has commented on enjoying playing with Jeff Green and enjoying the way that he plays and i think when jeff green does the minimal cutting um and movement on the floor for spacing purposes he nicola finds him and he can easily have a quick you know 10 points so i don't know why he's played so disappointingly over the last couple of games but i definitely think it could have to do with how much older he is and maybe he's just tired um one rebound though? That's your entire stat line? That's pretty weak. Pretty weak. Uh Bones Highland also had a rough game. He was 0 for 7 uh, from the field with just two points and three rebounds. 0 for 5 from three point range. He had two free throws, a minus 21 tonight. Very, very rough game from Bones and P.J. Dozier, who are typically guys that you do see hit threes, hit farther, I guess, farther out. Typically, they've been shooting from downtown this year. P.J. is and Bones are also good off the dribble, and they didn't really do that tonight against the Sixers. Um, P.J. was uh, minus 24 tonight, so... The worst, as far as plus-minus, box score goes. And it was just not a fun game to watch, really. It was slow, the under-hit. 103.89 is the official um, score for the final score. Fun to watch Monte play against his old friend in Nyang. I think I'm saying that right. Niang. Um, he had a block on Monte, man. He sent that ball flying in into the stands. And they're both friends from back at Iowa State. And so uh, it's just kind of funny to watch that interaction. But I really like watching old college players, or old college teammates face off. I think it's fun to watch since they kind of know each other's games a little bit better, but... Monte had a rough night. I did like what I saw from Jermichael Green tonight. I thought that he he played well better than he has been playing. Um he was still a minus eight, but he had this one dunk where him he powered through like two sixers straight up and and got up to dunk it two handed. It it was impressive. I thought that he um did a really good job, and he knows when to go up, right? So he waits for the defense defense to jump, and then on their way down, he goes up to get that foul call. So just some smart plays by Jamichael tonight. I think that he probably is a better fit against this Sixers team than the other green. Um, unless, of course, it's just chalking it up to being tired and not wanting to do it, right? The Nuggets trailed all night long, so it was not as fun as usual. There were even moments when you would look up and you'd be like, "Oh, they're they're losing." I didn't know, because it didn't feel like they were losing. Um, it didn't feel like the Sixers were playing incredibly well by any means, and in fact, um, the Nuggets had almost the exact amount, same amount of three point opportunities or attempts as the Sixers. They, they made the same amount. The Sixers made 11, the Nuggets made 12. Um, but the Nuggets just made 20 regular baskets, two point baskets out of 53 attempts while the Sixers, um, had 56 attempts and made 32. So there's your big deficit, It was a pretty fair match otherwise, same amount of free throws or close to the same amount of free throws taken, um, and just a few more made by the Nuggets than the Sixers. The points in the paint were where it really killed the Nuggets, and I think people continuously harp on Nicola's ability to defend in the paint, and that's really... I don't think that's really the problem. I think he's been fairly good on defense. Um, But not tonight. Tonight, it was definitely a part of the problem. So, um, I don't know. I think you can't get too bogged down on a loss like this. I know that Nuggets fans never want to lose to the Sixers, but I don't think it can be too much of a... Staying on them, especially for the players, because they have to get right back to it tomorrow. They play for Chicago. Tomorrow night, I'll be giving away a Michael Jordan fathead at the Chicago Bulls uh, game at Ball Arena. That is their last home game uh, for the week, and then they go on the road, Phoenix and Portland. Phoenix on Sunday, Portland on Tuesday. They come home to play the Milwaukee Bucks the day after Thanksgiving, and then they're on the road for quite a while. So they really need to figure out or get some answers to Michael Porter Jr.'s injury and figure out what they're going to do if they have to move forward without him for a larger chunk of time. Because after Thanksgiving, they are on the road for about two straight weeks. Without returning home, so they're gonna need to figure out when's the when if if MPJ is not coming back prior to that road trip, then coming back on the road trip seems weird. And I think we'll get some sort of update on what what's going on with MPJ uh, if he doesn't head out on the road with the Nuggets after Thanksgiving. Um, And if that's the case, then we I would have to assume that it's a bit worse than I thought it was and and not just than we thought it was but also then we're being told right every time we've asked and we've asked a lot uh and by we I mean media we've asked a lot mpj every time has every time we've asked about him they say the same thing it's no big deal we're just giving him time to rest so right now we're trying to just you know we'll have positive <laughs> believe positive intentions in the team i guess and believe that they're telling us the truth but it is concerning that we haven't heard anything yet so i'd expect to hear something pretty soon um that's probably gonna do it for me on this episode of the chicken nuggets podcast I definitely think that this was not a fun game. (laughs) I think that the Nuggets will bounce back after this loss. I just don't think that they're the kind of team that gets bogged down by a loss like this. So I'd expect them to bounce back tomorrow at the Bulls game. Like I mentioned, Michael Jordan-Fathead will be given away during that game. Um, And if you're following me on Twitter and Instagram, make sure to uh, enter to win any of the giveaways. I have tons of ticket giveaways happening all the time. So be sure to turn on your notifications and enter to win those giveaways so that you can participate. Um, And of course, come hang out with me and Champ Bailey up at Uh, the Grand Z Casino on December 5th. We'd love to see you for the Chiefs Broncos game. Thanks for listening guys. We'll be back this weekend with a Chicken Nuggets Grill episode.